The Utah offense could be getting a big boost with the potential return of Cam Rising. What would his return mean? How would he perform in his first game? And who else on the offensive and defensive sides of the balls for the Utah Utes are going to step up? We're talking about it on today's Locked On Utes. You are Locked On Utes, your daily podcast on the Utah Utes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everyone, and thank you for making Lockdown Utes your first listen every single day. We are available on all platforms, including YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Like and subscribe. This is your first time joining our show. We appreciate that, and we got a doozy to talk about. But before that, we got to tell you guys about one of the sponsors of today's episode in LinkedIn Jobs. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. That's why LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash College. Terms and conditions do apply. My name is JT Wister, so former intern inside the University of Utah Athletic Department. And on today's show, we're talking about the potential return of Cam Rising, what that would mean, how he would look, and then giving out my predictions I'm going to be for who I think is going to have a big game on the offensive and defensive sides of the ball for the Utah Utes. But first, we do have some things to get out of the way. Very first thing off the top of my show at the time that this will be coming out tomorrow, it is my mom's birthday. She's truly my number one fan and listens to nearly every show I put out. So number one, happy birthday, mom. Appreciate all you do for me and all you have of just always being there for me in general. Um, and number two, we got to talk about the big news, right? Someone is making their season debut at Rice Eccles Stadium. And of course, that is me. I'm actually going to be in attendance at the game. So we're obviously going to talk about Cam Rising in a second. But I'm going to be at the game this Saturday. So I would love to meet all you guys. Uh, let me know. Tailgates or even just uh, seats during the game could be tough. I'm trying to bounce around all over the place. But pregame especially, I would love to swing by and just say hi to you guys. Um, I cannot thank you enough for continuing to support this show. Um, I love meeting and interacting with you guys the couple times it's happened in public in general. So please let me know if um, you guys want to meet, meet up before the game. And I would love to stop by and say hi to you guys. And thank you for supporting Locked On News. Now, let's get to the season debut at Rice Eccles Stadium. That really matters. And that is, of course, Cam Rising might be coming back. And the Utah offense would then be getting a big upgrade with what I consider to be a top 10 quarterback in college football once Cam is healthy, because we're going to talk about how healthy I think he might be in this game um, also back. But even him getting back and him playing in this game shows he's healthy enough to where he's there, and he clearly gives Utah the best option at quarterback. With full respect to what Nate Johnson's done, I think he's starting to hit his stride a little bit and do some thing, good things, but he, he's not Cam Rising who's guided this team to back-to-back Pac-12 championships. That's just a fact. So uh, why is this all this rumors and everything getting brought up about Cam Rising? Well, Brett McMurphy of the Action Network reported with the Utah line moving from four and a half points to six point favorites against UCLA. It appears QB cam rising will return. Utah head coach Kyle Whittingham said rising was a full participant in plastic last week with no contact rising. Hasn't played since tearing his ACL in the Rose bowl. That comes from Brett McMurphy. And look, anytime there's old line moving in the gambling, definitely that drastic from four and a half all the way to six. Now, Something's going on. It's just, you got to take note. It's just that history shows that we could look back on numerous gambling lines or situations when things like that move. Something's usually up. And I even think back to Josh Newman of KSL.com contributor reported that there was rumblings that, and there, or excuse the word is optimism. I believe Newman used. There was optimism that this would be the game Cam Rising would return for. That was where it was first said. We see McMurphy now. There's other rumors and tea leaves being dropped. It seems likely Cam's going to play. Just yesterday, I was on this show saying I probably didn't think Cam was going to play because I continued to thought he was going to and continually I've been wrong. So I was just like, let's just wait till we see. But 
when a reporter like McMurphy puts this out, who actually in the past even said like, I'm not sure if he's, if he's right about this. And he's been right recently, especially on the realignment stuff. He had some good sources there. So I really do think Cam's going to play. Definitely a chance he's not, but usually when stuff like this gets out and the gambling line moving, I, I believe Cam is going to play in this one. So the question is, how will it be in his first game coming off a torn ACL? Well, let's look at some, and some of you who listen to the show every day, which once again, I greatly appreciate, will have heard this a little bit before, but I do think it's important to dive back over because I don't think everyone listened during the summertime. So let's talk about how quarterbacks who have come off an ACL injury performed in their first game back. Now, I couldn't, I, was, I had trouble finding data on college quarterbacks who have done this, so we have to roll with NFL quarterbacks. But either way, still, still the same thing, coming off an ACL injury. So you have Carson Palmer, who tore his ACL in January and returned for the season opener in September for the Cardinals. And it's a similar timeline a little bit for, for Utah. Obviously, Cam would be returning a couple weeks later than Palmer did in this instance. But in that game, Palmer threw for he threw 127 yards, 13 for 19 passing, no touchdowns or an interception. Not his normal self, right? So that's one quarterback who, well, how good is Cam going to be? Is he going to be average himself? Is he going to be above himself? Is he going to be the Cam we saw that throw for 400 yards against USC? Is he going to be the Cam we saw against Oregon? I, I don't think they put that Cam rising out there. Um, so like I said, Palmer, the first one off the ACL injury, he did not look like himself. He did not play to his normal standard. Robert Griffin III tore his ACL and wild card uh, game of the playoffs and returned in the opener in January. This was back when he was on the Washington football team. Um, a different name back then, obviously. I'm not trying to cause controversy. <laughs> um, and then uh, he came toward in the ACL in the wild card, so January, and then came back in September. So a very similar timeline once again. And he threw 30 for 49 passes, 329 yards, two touchdowns, and two interceptions. But he had just five carries for 24 yards. This is RG3, prime RG3, one who had rookie of the year for Washington that season. The one before, back when he was a rookie of the year, he was known for his legs as well. Wasn't his typical performance, right? Yes, they asked him to throw a lot. But nearly through 19, he did throw 19 incomplete passes. Like they put the game on him. And yeah, he threw for over 300 yards, but two interceptions wasn't his normal self once again. Then you can even look at like a Donovan McMatt, who he tore his in week 11. Um, so about a month extra in the terms of timeline to get healthy. And then he got back and he actually, and a month extra drew, and excuse me, as I, I should have typed this out cleaner, but uh, then he came back as well and he threw for 184 yards, 15 for 33 with touchdown and interception. Also had four carries for nine yards. Not the same. So what should we expect from Cam Rising? I think an average to a slightly below average game for Cam Rising is what should we expect in this one. He has not played college football since January 2nd, I believe, is when the Rose Bowl fell last year. Or maybe it was the first. I could be wrong. But either way, I, I thought the date was maybe the second for some reason. Anywho, we shouldn't expect Cam as best. The history just doesn't show it. And I think even if Cam is going to be back and ready to go, like it's just hard to be. In general, who plays their best in the very first college football game, right? Like you could look at maybe Anthony Richardson has best performance against Utah. That was mostly with his legs. He had much better performances through the air throughout the season overall. It's just hard to start the season on fire. And I think that we're going to see that from Cam. I think he's going to be very good in this game. And I'll give numbers predictions on him in a moment. But uh, I think Cam will be very good in this game, do enough for Utah. But I don't think we'll remember this as one of the Cam's greatest performances. I think it'll be remembered because Cam played very well and led Utah to a victory. Because, of course, with Cam back, I'm not going to change my prediction that I gave on yesterday's show that Utah is going to win. I am going to change my score prediction because I think I can do that when something as important as the starting quarterback is announced to be healthy. So I will be doing that in a second but um yeah this cam won't be 100 percent. he's not gonna be running all over the field but utah doesn't need him to do that they also have nate johnson who's definitely going to continue to play in this game because of how effective he's been in his with his wheels on the season overall so we know cam is going to be in there for utah but i do want to give a quick rant on what is across the field for the bruins starting quarterback dante moore most of you who listened to the show yesterday heard me talk very glowingly about dante moore i like a lot of the flashes and things i've seen from dante moore 
But uh, some people have given me flack, and I think it's mostly Bruins fans, for saying a true freshman won't win a Rice-Eccles Stadium. And once again, I think these are the people who don't realize how difficult it is to win a Rice-Eccles Stadium. Number one, in order to win in a place like Rice-Eccles Stadium or on the road in college football, your quarterback needs to have a really good game. And when you're in order to win a game and win in a place like Utah, which, as we know, a quarterback hasn't done with fans in the stands since 2018, you have to play an exceptional game. And Dante Moore, who has looked very good so far, has not been tested yet. He is an unproven QB who has never beaten a Power 5 team, let alone a Top 25 team. Now he's going into a Top 15 team's house who has one of the best home field advantages in college football with a rowdy and ruckus crowd who's going to be jamming out to Bad Moon Rising playing as Cam Rising takes the field. The energy is going to be at a 10 before, or honestly an 11 before, and just throughout the entirety of the game. These, I know you guys are going to be ready to go. The team's going to be amped up and ready to go. And yeah, I just don't see why this true freshman for who's been talented and shown flashes is going to be otherworldly in this game, throw for 300, 400 plus yards in a competitive game. I'm not talking about Graham Mercer's 300 yards. I'm talking about a competitive close 300 yards and power this team to the win. It's just, it's really hard to do that in college football. And the Bruins have not fared well in Rice-Eccles Stadium under Chip Kelly. Back in 2021, they got blown out 44 to 24. Back in 2019, they didn't just get blown out. They got absolutely demolished, steamrolled, blowout, blowout, 49 to three with DTR. And what was DTR? Let's remember back to DTR. He was a very talented young quarterback who hit his stride later on. Sounds a little like Dante Moore to me. And even in 2017, they lost 48 to 17. Also a blowout game. I do think Utah is going to win this game. I think this is a decent UCLA team, and I think Cam coming off his first injury will not lead to this being a blowout, but I do think Utah will be in control of this game come late in the fourth quarter. I do not think the Bruins will be within a touchdown in the fourth quarter. So we're going to talk about how good I think Cam is from an offensive prediction standpoint, because like I mentioned, I do think he's going to play based on the recent reports we've heard. We're going to be discussing that in one moment. But first, I want to talk to you guys about our friends at LinkedIn Jobs. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. Make sure you guys head over and add your job to the purple hashtag hiring frame because it's super easy to create a free job post on LinkedIn Jobs, and they give you access to great candidates out there because they have simple tools like screening questions that make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and thus hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. That's linkedin.com slash college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions do apply also i want to talk to you guys about something else on one of the other sponsors of the locked on at college network and that is our friends at doordash love the convenience of getting what you want right to your door with doordash grocery delivery you can stock up for the week or order last minute cravings conveniently you've trusted doordash to deliver your restaurant's favorite foods and now you can get groceries delivered that actually deliver too with thousands of grocery stores to choose from, you'll find the best ones in your neighborhood and boost your local economy with each and every order. You'll get exactly what you order or we'll make it right. So sit back and enjoy getting quality groceries just like you pick them up yourself. Want even more value? You can save all your grocery and restaurant favorites with a $0 delivery fee on all eligible orders with a Dash Pass membership with easy substitutions right in the app and best-in-case customer support. DoorDash deliveries groceries exactly how you want it. Get 50% off your first DoorDash order up to $20 value when you use code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE at checkout. Limited time offer. That's LOCKEDONCOLLEGE for once. No all caps. I know I usually guys tell you guys all caps. So LOCKEDONCOLLEGE, no spaces, and all lowercase in that one. That's 50% off 
up to $20, no minimum subtotal, and zero delivery fee on your first order when you download the DoorDash app. And in the app store, enter the code Locked On College. Don't forget, that's Locked On College for 50% off your first order with DoorDash. And of course, since it is Friday, make sure you guys tune in at 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern Time, as, or excuse me, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Mountain Time, I believe that actually is, when the Locked On College Football Kickoff Live Show will go on the YouTube channel as well as whatever college show you like to listen to on the Locked On Network. And they will be going over the biggest matchups, game breakdowns, all those things. I actually even recorded a little thing for them that's going to be running during the show. So make sure you guys check out Locked On College Football Kickoff. The stable of hosts we have on the Locked On Network always do a great job delivering on that. So make sure you guys head it out. And I know they're going to be talking about the Utes and the Bruins, although I don't know how much because as you guys who are college football fans know, pretty great slate of games this week. So either way, but Utah is one of the reasons Utah and the Bruins both being ranked in the top 25 is one of the reasons we have to talk about it as such being, or it just deserves to be talked about because it's a great game. So let's move on to some offensive predictions, shall we? So we already established, I believe cam rising is going to play. I also believe that cam rising. I don't know if he'll be a hundred percent here. I bet he's like closer to like 90, 95. I just, I don't, I just think it's hard to come back your very first game and be hundred percent flying out there. And once again, look your best. That's what's always tough. But I do believe injury wise, like that cam will be, I don't, I think that the, he's got the medical clearance if he's out there. I'm not worried about cam re-injuring or anything like that. I'm just saying he just won't play one of his best games because he hasn't played football in a long time. Going to be a little rusty out there, I think so. And this is a totally good Bruins defense. So I think they'll make, they'll force Utah to punt at times and everything, which, Hey, Jack Bomeister, two special Pac-12 special team player of the week awards in just three weeks of the season. So anytime Utah Utah's to punt, they're going to be okay because not only do they have a great punter, they have a great defense. And we'll talk about that defense more in the final segment on today's show. I got some predictions for how I think they will fare. But getting back to camp, I think he throws for over 200 yards in this game, and I think he throws for two touchdowns too. I think this will be the best we've seen the Utah passing attack because once again, even though I don't expect the best version of Cam, Cam is still the best Utah quarterback when it comes to distributing the football through the passing game. And I think he's going to have an effective game. Cam has always been good at even though he... Once again, won't be a quarterback running around out there in that regard. He's very good at feeling pressure. He's a great pocket presence, maneuvering around. Does a good job going off his reads. He doesn't lock on to guys. And even when he does get flushed out of the pocket a little bit, because he'll still be able to scramble somewhat. I I don't think Cam's going to end this game with like negative rushing yards. I'd be shocked if he had over 30. I I maybe could see 30. I'd definitely, I'd be shocked if he had over 50. I'll say that. I think he gets to 30, but I do think he'll scramble from time to time. And we know when he does get out of the pocket, he can buy his receivers time to come back to the ball and make plays. So I do think over 200 yards passing and over and two touchdowns in this one for cam rising. Now, if cam has 200 yards passing, he's going to need some help doing that. Of course, from his receivers. And yes, I expect the Utah wide receivers to really have some of their best games, because as I said, in watching back the Florida, the Oregon, the Weber state games, I've seen receivers open. And just at times, whether it was Bryson, especially in the Baylor game, and then Nate at times too, even in a couple of those games, they just weren't able to locate or find those guys in those situations. So I do think Cam, he's just Utah's best pocket. Pa- he's just the best passer on Utah from just a general standpoint. He's going to do a better job hitting those guys. And one guy I think a lot of people are sleeping on right now because I know Money Parks and Mikey Matthews have been making plays. Devon Vale is still that dude. He's going to have over 100 yards in this one. I'm going to say it. I, I think there's a chance he'll get it. I think he will. I'll say it. A, a receiving touchdown too for Devon Vale. I think he makes a couple of the plays. And these UCLA DBs, they can be had. This is the one area I really saw Coastal take advantage of in their game when their quarterback threw for 200 and plus 30 yards, I believe, in this one. And I, I think Vale is going to make some mosses, some great catches. Vele is a guy who has that rapport and that connection with Cam Rising. We're going to see the best game out of Devon Vele because he's been playing good. He just hasn't had the opportunity to show it because the quarterbacks haven't been able to get him the ball. Cam Rising will change that. Devon Vele, still a good route runner, still that big body receiver. 
going to make some plays in this one too. And I don't think he's going to be the only receiver because I do think Money Parks is going to make a huge play in this game. I do think Mikey Matthews will have a couple of fun grabs throughout. I think I could see him anywhere from even being like a 50 to 70 yard kind of guy just because of how shifty and explosive he is. Does a good job creating that separation. Mike Pittman should also make a couple grabs. The transfer receivers in general, Emory Simmons has been on the verge of making a nice play for this Utah team too. I think he'll get his first catch and I think he'll make an impact. I think both Pittman and Simmons will make plays on third down for this Utah team that keep touchdown drives a lot alive for them. We're going to see this Utah offense be methodical again. You have long 16, 17 play drives that march them down the field and eventually lead to them finishing it off and punching it in the end zone. And of course, Cam Rising is going to be a huge part of that, but I don't think he's going to be the only part of that because I do think Nate Johnson plays in this game. I think he still gets over 10 snaps at QB, and I think his dynamic ability with his legs is going to present a problem. I'd also love to see Nate get an opportunity to throw it once or twice too, but that's after you set up his just rushing the threat with him with his legs, even though the coaches, the Bruins coaches from watching film will know that's more than likely was in the game to do. I just think you could catch a defense by surprise because we have seen Nate's accuracy improve. I even feel like from the Florida game to against Weber state. And I know it's a difference in competition, but he just looked more natural and comfortable in the pocket, which is as one is expecting when you do get more starts under your belt too, which Nate has his first one now. And just in general has played more college quarterback in terms of operating a drop back offense a little bit when he has had to throw the ball. So do think Nate has a good one too. As for the Utah ground game, I think Utah end up with around 130 rushing yards. I think that they still will look Utah wants to run the ball, right? And I think the Bruins defense, their priority will still be to take that away. So I don't think we'll see a crazy game from Utah on the ground, but I do think Jaquindon Jackson, or if we know he got a little banged up too. We'll see what his availability is. Could be Jalen Glover, maybe even Chris Curry. I think they all, when they get opportunities, make the most of them. And Utah will have around 130 rushing yards. Oh, also one more pass catcher. Wanted to give some credit to in this one. I do think that Thomas Yasmin has over 50 yards receiving in the game. I think he makes a couple of nice plays, and he's another guy who's been open, been making things happen, and now Utah's quarterback, who is not just their best quarterback, but their best at utilizing the tight end position, especially is going to get Yasmin involved. And I also think the Utah offensive line does a good job. Could I see Cam getting sacked once or twice? Absolutely. But I think they'll do a good job keeping him upright. I think they'll have a plan to help out Spencer Fano because if Latu, who has four sacks already for the Bruins, is lined up over Fano in any situation, that's where you need a tight end to chip or a running back to help out, all those kind of things. And I know that Utah, of course, is down Makai Bernard, their best pass blocking back. But I think that's where a guy like Chris Curry, a veteran who's been around the game for a while, could really aid this Utah team in helping to provide Cam the time needed to make plays. So... I do believe Utah is not going to allow Cam to get a sack. And for those of you who are Bruins fans who think that's crazy, USC came into Rice Eccles Stadium last year, leading the nation in sacks. And even with Utah having a backup backup garden there and Jaron Kump at the time last year, who's now the starting center, Utah did not allow Cam to get sacked in that game. I think we'll see another performance like that of this offensive line as Jim Harding really starts to get them clicking and going overall. So I'm expecting big things out of the offense. And if you guys are expecting big things out of this Utah offense too, and you just think Utah's in for a big performance and potentially even a win with that line moving to six now in favor of the Utes, then you guys should head over and cash in on your intuition with FanDuel Sportsbook. Snap into action this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers can get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is easy to use and it's safe and secure. It's also a wide range of betting options. They have spreads, player props, over-unders, and so much more. So make sure you guys head over to FanDuel. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, an official partner of the NFL. I also want to talk to you guys about another one of our sponsors. It's UCCU. 
Learn and earn the UCCU mobile banking app that pays your entire family to learn about money. Kids look to parents to become more financially literate. Parents don't always know the answers. Learn and earn breaks down financial topics into fun, bite-sized educational games like quizzes and trivia. And every time a family member completes a topic, they earn points that can occur and be redeemed for gift cards to stores like Amazon, Apple, Sephora, Walmart, Nike, and so much more. There is age-appropriate content for every member of the family who can compete against each other and track their progress on leaderboards. Learn and earn is inside the UCCU mobile banking app, so play it anytime, anywhere. The more you play, the more you learn, and the more you learn, the more you earn. Learn and Earn, part of UCCU's award-winning Be Money Smart Youth Banking Program, helping kids, teens, and parents have fun while becoming more financially literate together. UCCU, love where you bank. All right, to close this one out, we got a couple of defensive predictions I want to get to. Uh, first, for the defensive predictions, I do think Dante Moore throws two interceptions. I think that Utah is going to do a good job stuffing the run. I actually believe they will hold the Bruins under 100-yard rushing. I could absolutely see UCLA having more than that, but I think Utah is going to do their good job stifling the rushing attack. I think they're going to load the box. I think they're going to force more to make plays, and he will at times, but he's also going to make mistakes. He's a freshman quarterback, once again, who's never played a defense even close to this level, and the jump to college football, like this is when it gets real for Dante Moore. This is a Utah defense, an elite defense, a top 10 defense in college football in the loud and ruckus road environment, unlike anything Dante Moore will have played in so far. I know, I'm sure he played in some really heated rivalries and atmospheres when he was in high school football. It will not be the same as playing at Rice-Eccles Stadium with Cam Rising coming back and the level the crowd will be at in this one. So do you think he throws two interceptions? One of those will be Sione Vaki. would love to see it be a pick six, but I'm not sure it will be, but uh, pick for Vaki. And also go JT Broughton. I think JT Broughton makes a play. Moore, I think, is going to try to loft it up to his receivers, 50-50 balls. At times, those receivers will make a play. But I do think on one of them, JT Broughton is going to come away with one of those. And you challenge these Utah corners, they'll get beat from time to time. Every corner gets beat from time to time. Even Clark Phillips at times last year, there were times he got beaten games, right? So every corner is going to get beat. But it's how you respond, these Utah corners always do. And I just, I'm just i still sticking to Utah holding the Bruins under 20. It's a good Bruins team. I really think they are. But I don't think they're going to be at their best yet. This will be the first true test for them. It's hard to win on the road in college football, and I think this Utah team is going to be getting healthy enough. I don't know how many of the guys are coming back from injuries, but we already know that Cam more than likely is, and I don't think he'll be the only one. And I'll still say, even if this entire episode is a waste of time and somehow Cam doesn't play, I once again yesterday, I spent the entire show yesterday talking about Utah winning with Nate Johnson, so if you guys are curious about my thoughts with Nate in, if Cam doesn't go, just watch my Thursday show, and I still think Utah is going to win with Nate. The, and because of how well this Utah team is, they do not need their quarterback to carry them. So even, even with Cam in, even if it's not 100%, like I said, Utah will be fine. So I think the Utah defense steps up. I think the front seven really steps up, holding the Bruins under 100 yards rushing. And I think they get a couple sacks, too. I saw some weaknesses in the Bruins' offensive line at time against Coastal, and I know that was week one, but this is a totally new level of a pass rush. And I saw some issues on the right side of the offensive line, so I think this is the game where Logan Fano registers two sacks. I think his speed off the edge is going to be tough for that Bruins offensive line to reckon with. I think Fano will get in at least one by just winning straight up, and I think the other one could very well come off a blitz pickup scenario where he gets matched up with a tight end or something and just makes quick work of him because of that elite combination of speed and strength he has. I also think Jonah Ellis, who I still believe to be this team's best pass rusher until Connor O'Toole can back up Coach Whittingham's words and prove that he is as he says, the best pass rusher on the team. I'm going to give Jonah Ellis a sack too. I also think Junior Tufuna breaks into the backfield, breaks the pocket down from the interior, and he gets home with one too. And we know this Utah team loves to blitz. So I'm going to give Cole Bishop a sack as well. I think he finds his way in there and breaks down and brings down Dante Moore to the ruckus and just roaring joy of all of you who will be occupying Rice-Eccles Stadium. I also think Lander Barton is going to lead Utah on tackles with this one too. Cavs pick six last week. Now time to lead Utah on tackles in this one. Could very well see Cole Bishop doing it too because he 
might be the best overall player on this Utah defense right now. I said it'd be Lander Barton by the end of this season. The way Cole Bishop's playing, I wouldn't be I would not be disappointed if I was wrong in that, obviously, because uh anytime the defense is balled like it is, all these systems are clicking together, and Barton still looks really good right now. I am gonna update my score prediction before I get out of here. I'm gonna go Utah 30 to 17. I think Cam Rising's return gives this team a little bit of the extra boost they need. I think Utah will score a little bit more. So I got Utah 30 to 17 and a really strong showing that just also reinforces why this Utah team belongs in the top 20, top, not top 25. They belong in the top 10 with Cam rising back. They survived without him. And now they will thrive with him in the starting lineup. So that's going to do it for me this week. The talk is done. It's time for the Utes to face off against the UCLA Bruins in a top 25 matchup. Let me know your guys' score predictions below. Do you think Cam Rising's going to play? I'd love to hear from you guys. Who's going to have a big game on the offense and defense? I know some of you think I'm crazy for thinking Vele's going to have over 100 yards even, I'm sure. Tell me how wrong I am or tell me who you think is going to go off for Utah. I look forward to interacting with you guys in the comments below. Enjoy the game Saturday. We will be back next week breaking it down and it's a little bit of a short week as well because Oregon State takes on Utah next Friday night. So we got a quick week of recapping this one and then moving on to the next one. And we'll be breaking it all down on Locked On Utes. We'll see you then.